Hi everybody, Pastor Tim here from Calvary Church in Pueblo, Colorado. And this is the message recap, rewind, and bonus features from the message we had on February 27th, this past Sunday. And if you've been following us, you know that we are in the book of Hebrews, the sixth chapter to be exact. And Sunday, I was raring to go for the rest of chapter six, and God stopped me in my tracks and completely changed the message that I was prepared to deliver that morning. I had this overwhelming sense of uh, having to talk about something else. And of course, in the news last week, and even in this week right now, we have the war and invasion of the Ukraine that's going on by Russia. And not to talk politically about it, but my heart was set on the Christians that are on both sides. How do we rightly pray for them? And God just would not let that thought out of my heart and my mind. And completely unprepared, I said, Lord, whatever you want me to talk about, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm really uncomfortable because I like to be well prepared, well thought through a particular message before I deliver it. Um, but I learned one other time, this only has happened twice in uh, over 25 years of preaching, that the Lord told me at the moment I stepped out that I had to change the message. So I was obedient the first time and God used it and blessed it. And so I thought, you know what, I'll be obedient the second time. I've got no idea what's happening. I just had in my mind, I needed to talk about the book of Ephesians. Because in that book, Paul lays out for us, not only incredibly great doctrine, but his heart when it comes to being in chains and bondage, knowing he would be martyred at any day, how does he encourage the other saints around him when he's facing suffering and persecution? So I thought, why don't we find out from Paul how he prays for people who are suffering? Because right now, the people in the Ukraine are suffering. And I think it is generally the Christian's default when people are suffering that we would pray two things. One, that we would pray protection, and that we would pray deliverance. Now, there are some really biblical principles for protection. God is our protector, our defender, our rock, our defense. We hide in the cliff of the rock. We understand that. And we also know that even according to the Lord's prayer that he taught his disciples to pray, we're to pray, Lord, deliver us from the evil one. But Paul doesn't mention protection and deliverance in the book of Ephesians when it comes to how to pray for those who are suffering. He prays for boldness, for hope, for an understanding of love, and for strength to go through the suffering. Not to be freed from the suffering, delivered from the suffering, protected from the suffering, but as you're going through the suffering, and we saw several verses in Ephesians that talked about this, that as you're going through the midst of that suffering, that you would have hope in God that you would understand his love for you, that you would understand his strength that he provides. And lastly, we saw in the end of chapter six that we would have boldness to preach the gospel, that we'd have boldness to witness, that we'd have boldness and just um, incredible strength to present the gospel, even in the midst of martyrdom. And that is my encouragement to you today. One, go back and listen to the whole sermon, the message, the entire service. It, 
God, use it in a mighty way to reach us in that moment of what we're going through in a, as a world. But it also is applicable to everyday life when we hear someone is suffering. Yes, we can pray that they're protected through the suffering and delivered from it. But that may not be God's will, that they're protected. They may suffer greatly. And it may not be God's will that they are completely delivered from it. It's removed. God may want them to go through it like he did Job, Paul, and even Jesus. But what we do know for sure, it is God's will that that person who is suffering understands God is the God of hope. They understand that God is their source of strength. They understand that God's love is boundless and they have a responsibility, even in their suffering, if it leads to martyrdom or just discomfort in this life, they are called to be bold in witnessing. So that is how you can pray for someone who is suffering. Until next time, and I believe next week we're going to be back in Hebrews chapter 6, have a great week and pray with precision for those who are suffering. Bye!